I'm Pam. I'm Dawn. I'm Deidre. I'm Dina. Welcome, Welcome to Ozark's Paints and Hooch. This ain't no fancy academic check your references kind of deal. This is four girls from the Ozarks sipping and spewing about paints, hooch, and history. everybody welcome to ozarks haints and hooch we are on episode number 11 today yep we've got pam with the big one tonight i got the big Dina. one yep <laughs> dida has the little one and dawn has our cocktail this evening Whee. um just want to mention that you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, any of your social out networks, I guess. Um, gonna apologize ahead of time for any type of noise you might hear in the background. We have dogs, cats, kids, husbands who like to mow the lawn when it's time to record. Um, we are four ladies in three different states with four different wi-fi so we never know what really what's going to happen yes so exciting that, putting that out there apologizing ahead of time <laughs> right. um also if you would subscribe and give us all the stars all the stars you can give us please give us all those stars on Every. any platform uh, we're on all of them pretty much Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we are Yay. the new one that we're on is amazon which it's like oh, a amazon is brand new they're just now starting podcasts and so we're wow. on yahoo we're a big deal y'all maybe we're a big deal nine freaking <laughs> platforms we're look on. at that i know and we come out on the first and the 15th of each month so that's when you need to look for us yep and i'm gonna go ahead and let dawn tell us about this yummy cocktail that she didn't really like but i like it so go ahead <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if that's motivating or so uh <laughs> Buy the stuff. Maybe you'll like the drink. Maybe you won't. Well, I like all the stuff that's in it individually. And I might even mix a couple of them, you know, before now. But um, so when I looked, uh, well, I, I'm, I'm, again, I feel like I'm ruining it. But um, the stories are from Arkansas and specifically around the Fayetteville area. So I looked up when I was looking for cocktails, Arkansas Razorback. And yes. I found, yeah, suey pig. Um, I no, found, woo pig suey, not suey <laughs> pig, whatever <laughs> you said. You'll have a hog coming to you if you say it that way. That's right. Okay. So when I looked on the internet, I saw three different cocktails that said Arkansas Razorback, but when I looked, they were all the same. So this is evidently really, truly the official Arkansas Razorback. It's popular. Oh. So, popular. It is a half shot of vodka, a half shot of rum, a half shot of amaretto, a half shot of Kahlua. And then you put that in a shaker and you shake to a froth and then strain off the ice into a glass. And, and the instructions say the ice is just to get it cold and the shaking is to make it froth. Don't worry if it doesn't stay frothy. So I'm not so sure mine ever frothed for sure, but 
I told them when I took my first sip, I texted everybody and I said, it tastes like prune juice to me. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. You guys like it. Maybe my taster is off. It tastes like Dr. Pepper with a kick to me. Which ah, which what? Dr. Pepper kind of is prune-ish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah kind of. Mm -hmm. Very fruity. I don't know why this tastes fruity because the uh, the amaretto maybe is the only thing, but I guess the combination of stuff to make it that fruity. But yeah, I can I can see where you would think that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there you go, the Arkansas Razorback. Woo! Cling cling, ching ching. Yeah. Yes. Woo, pig suey. Okay. W P S. <laughs> call the hogs. Call the hogs. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, there's our cocktail. And like I said, I think it's good. It tastes like Dr. Pepper and I'm a Dr. Pepper fan. So we're going to go right on into Pam's big one. Let's go ahead, Pam. Take it Yay, away. Hey, I got the big one and I'm so excited because I was raised just south of Fayetteville. I was raised in a little town called West Fork. And, um, I love that part of the country, and these all these gals, all my sisters here, are from Springfield, around the Springfield and Forsyth, Missouri area. So this is uh, this is from Arkansas, and I'm I'm tickled to uh, to be doing it. So I've got three stories. I'll I'll save the biggest one for last. So um, the first couple um, is okay. The first one is about Carnal Hall. Now Carnal Hall. Uh, is on the University of Arkansas campus, Woo Pig Suey. <laughs> and it was <laughs> originally built in 1905 and served as a girls' dormitory. It's the second oldest building on Fayetteville campus. Old Main is the oldest, and it was built in 1875. So it quit being uh, used as housing in 1967 and served several functions until the late 90s. And I know when I was in school there in the late 70s, early 80s, I took psychology and sociology in that building. So there you go. Um, it was listed in the National Register of Historic Places in 1982 and got really run down in the late 90s there and it was set for demolition and there was a big uh, financial campaign to save it and restore it, which they did. And in 2003, it was reopened as a 50-room hotel and restaurant. And that's what it is now. And it's called the, the Inn at Carnal Hall. Deidre, I know you spend a lot of time in Fayetteville or have gone to Fayetteville. <laughs> have you been there? No, that all happened. We left in 99-2000. So ah. it was in the process of, of becoming what it is now. Um, I've been by it. We've been to games and stuff, but have not been in it. Yeah, I, it was really close to the dance studio where I spent a whole lot of time when I was at the U of A. And it was, it was real close. And a lot of uh, um, classes were held there and so forth. And I think in recent years, after it reopened as a hotel, as the inn, I met a friend in the lobby and he kind of showed me around because it was new, uh, newly oh, cool. renovated at that time. So we just kind of looked around, but I, I, we didn't eat or stay or anything. So, no, I've okay. heard good things about it. 
Yeah, yeah, it's really fancy. They really put a whole lot into it. I mean, the article mm -hmm. said millions of dollars and all that. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, the building was, the founder of the building's name was Ella Carnell. And that's the name of the restaurant, by the way, in the in at Carnell Hall. The restaurant's name is Ella. Oh. So uh, she was an English professor. And I thought that this was funny, and you guys will get a kick out of this. Uh, one source said that um, she insisted that this building be located as far away from the boys' dormitory as possible <laughs> <laughs> in 1905. So I thought that was pretty cute. Um, Ella died of typhoid fever, and this is where the spook starts, uh -oh. and is said she is floating the halls. Floating. Mm, floating. Floating. Witnesses have seen a floating apparition in a ball gown with no head or feet. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Yeah. Uh, and this, these, uh, some of these two accounts, two accounts I'm going to read, remind me of the Crescent, Deidre, and you'll, you'll, uh, you'll see why. Um, people have reported seeing indentions on their bed as mm. if someone were sitting there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And lights that turn off and on by themselves. And one other uh, phenomena that include photos that are taken and later show reflections of ghosts sitting on the furniture. Ooh. Yeah. That's spooky. Yeah. So that is Carnal Hall. It was uh, it was uh, just kind of an old rundown building when I when I was there aside from the classes that I took there, but uh, anyway, I'm glad it's having a, a a new life and that Ella is living on and maybe she's <laughs> being dancing uh, around the halls. <laughs> dancing around the halls. That's right. Okay, the second story um, I have is from the Arkansas Air and Military Museum. Uh, it's in Greenland, Arkansas, which is in between the little town I was from, West Fork, and Fayetteville. And Drake Field was the airport that served that area for many, many years on Highway 71. And 71 used to be the main highway into uh, Fayetteville from the south so anytime all the football teams or anybody came to town they were on highway 71. Um, when 540 opened the new interstate in 99 that really took all the traffic away but anyway Drake Field um, uh, was the airstrip and airport in uh, that served that area and it opened in 1943 and its first commercial flight was in 1953. It was used as a headquarters for aviator training in World War II. The museum itself was established in 86, and the old wooden hangar, it's all wood. It's really fascinating. There, there's pictures that I have uh, posted on our extras page. Yeah, I've been in that. that. That is very cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so the... Uh, uh, the old, uh, oh, where I lost my place, okay, uh, around that time, around uh, in 86, when uh, the museum uh, came to be, they built a new uh, terminal there, and, that, and my cousin worked at that terminal for a while, and the museum houses Arkansas and military conflict artifacts and memorabilia and has a gift shop and such and such, and I'm embarrassed to say I've never been. Have you been there, Deidre? 
I have. Yeah, they did a little, um, a little air show when we lived back when we lived there uh, in the you know late '90s or whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, of course, when X and A went in up in Bentonville, that took all of the traffic, and then 540 went through. It's now called uh, I-49. I don't know why they renamed it, but anyway, so uh, the Highway 71 doesn't get near as much traffic as it used to. It's an interesting um, little airfield. You could like run into a mountain on either side. Oh, friends, let me tell you. Yes, I took two big, large, uh, large flights out of there when I, in the 70s, Yes, it was in the 70s, and uh, they were jets, and every once in a while when big sports teams or some big politician or something would come to town, everybody would ooh and ah, and, and <laughs> because they had a jet on the airway, <laughs> on the runway, yeah, yeah. and we were going to um, uh, Acapulco, Dory and I were going to Acapulco. And we took off so fast and had to bank so quickly that I was white knuckled and scared mm -hmm. to death. It yeah. was really scary because there's mountains all around. I mean, that's another good reason to put X and A up in Bentonville because it's a lot flatter up there. But uh, yeah, I, I flew another jet out of there one time and it's, it's intense <laughs> having to bank that quickly. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so now to the ghosty part. Um, Sally Ebricht, the acting executive director of the museum, who's worked for the company for 20 years. In March of 2000, she saw a man in a pilot uniform. He was standing right in front of me and it just brought me to a halt, end quote. He was wearing a pilot type hat, a medium blue jacket, dress pants, and dress shoes. In a few seconds, she thought to say, can I help you? And the figure vanished before her eyes. Mm. Sally believes that it's the spirit of Arkansas native and pilot Ray Ellis, who was, um, who flew the first commercial flight in 1953 and also trained World War II aviators there. Yeah. The previous museum director's wife reported also seeing a figure in an aviator uniform. Other employees report sightings and silhouettes inside the museum. And Ebert closes to say, aside from startling those few employees, the ghosts appear to be harmless, end quote. <laughs> those are the best kind. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So that is um, the Arkansas Air and Military Museum in Greenland. All right. My big story, my third story and biggest story is uh, about Tilly Willie Bridge. And Tilly Willie Bridge has its own Facebook page, by the way. So we can uh, check that out and that'll be on our, on our extra extras page. But Tilly Willie Bridge uh, is located south of Fayetteville near the White River and South Wilson Hollow Road. And it's in Greenland. Once again, it's just on the other side of the airport, kind of off in the woods. But if you go the back road from West Fork to Greenland, you, uh, you'll have to take the Tilly Willie Bridge or go around it. Anyway, um, uh, 
the idea of this story came to me from my friend Jerry, who lives in Greenland. And hi, Jerry, because I know she listens to our show. <laughs> say, everybody say hi, Jerry. Hi, Jerry. Hi, hi, Jerry. <laughs> Is that the Jerry I'm Facebook friends with? Yes, you oh, met her. You met her. I did. Hi, yes. Jerry. Yes. Okay. And she's also the one who has the friend that is a tour guide at Pythian Castle. And you oh. did that story, right, Deidre? Dina. Yes. Dina. 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 Oh, yeah. No, I didn't do it. I did Landers. <laughs> you, just, you just took credit for my oh, stuff. Oh, you know, well, it's all about plagiarism and, you know. So, yes, one of our former stories were, was about uh, Pythian Castle. So that's, uh, thank you, Jerry. Uh, she gave me the jumping off point, and I kind of uh, went from there. So a story ran a year ago, uh, October 19, on KNWA TV station, the NBC affiliate in the area, about haunted history in northwest Arkansas. It was a six-part series that was intended to run during the Halloween season. The, uh, the old bridge was built in the early 1930s. And it got its name from an early settler that was named Matilda Wilson Ford, hence the uh, Wilson Hollow Road. <laughs> anyway, uh, people called her Tildy Wilson, and then it eventually got shortened to Tilly Willie. I thought that Aww. was very sweet. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. I wish I had a nickname that would just roll off my tongue. Okay, don't tell me if you have one already. I already do. I just have one. <laughs> what is it? Pammy Whammy. Pammy Whammy. <laughs> oh, you're not the first, honey. You're not yeah. the first. Okay, the bridge was added in the early 30s to the area to control flooding and was intended as a dam was never intended to be a bridge. I can see that because I just looked at the picture and it doesn't look like something I would want to drive over. No, it's one of those single one lane, no rails, concrete things that there are a bunch in that part of the country. Are they in uh, uh, Southern Missouri too? Yeah. Not, yeah, they. I think they're being replaced now. Yeah, but back oh, in the yeah. day, especially yeah, on my day, grandpa's sure. farm. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Uh, going out to my aunt and uncle's house in Madison County around St. Paul, uh, some of our listeners may know of the Pig Trail and uh, Highway 23 that goes off 16. Anyway, uh, they live out in there, and there is a concrete bridge still, and it. And my dad would say, "Don't drive off in the drink." <laughs> and I got to a, I got to where I just wouldn't look. I mean, I, I just wouldn't look. I just closed my eyes until we got across that bridge because it, it's spooky. It's scary. Yeah. He also said that a former. Oh, this is not even in my notes but it just came to me he also said a former sheriff drove off there and died Ooh, back in the day yeah wow. yeah okay so yeah they're they're kind of creepy anyway um the bridge was demolished in 2010 and replaced with a two-lane uh bridge and rails in 2011 Regardless of the original intention, people still used it as a bridge for years, like what, 70 years? And there were people driving off and drowning and dying, and one included a U of A student, even. And I don't have a year on that. It just, uh, uh, that was one of the people. So the most well-known 
legend and death off the bridge was a woman in the 1970s, which, you know, isn't that long ago, who drove off and killed herself and her children. Hmm. Locals say the woman's ghost still haunts the area. And I remember mother and dad telling me, you don't you go down to Tilly Willie. I mean, it was like, <laughs> don't go throwing flowers off the Chattahoochee Bridge. <laughs> What's that? That's Bobby Jeffrey's thing about <laughs> Billy Joe McAllister is the one that jumped off, off the bridge. <laughs> yeah, so don't go down to the Tilly Willie Bridge. It's too narrow and nobody's, you know, bad news down there. So anyway, I remember that. Um, Ronnie Caveness. Uh, took a group to see the rebuilt bridge in 2011. Quote, it was a calm, still night with no fog, but as they got closer to the bridge, the temperature dropped 10 degrees. I took pictures on the bridge, not of anything in particular or anybody, just even, and even though he didn't see anything, he was still clicking pictures when he was on the bridge. Then later, when he looked at the pictures. Now, it didn't say if he had a camera that used film, but it was 2011, so he might have had a cell phone. But later, when he looked at the pictures later, there was clearly a white orb to the right of the bridge where we were standing. Spooky and that, orbs. And that, I know those orbs, and that uh, that's on our extras page too, so. Okay. Later, they heard knocking and a woman's voice so they all decided fairly quickly that they needed to get out of there. <laughs> Caveness said he was skeptical of ghosts and the paranormal activity in general, but this experience at the bridge changed that. He said there is something there. It may not be haunted, but there is definitely an entity. Da da da. Oh. So that's the one account. And then the other account I have is a woman from Rogers by the name of Christina Lawrence, used to make several trips to Tilly Willie. She said it was popular to go to Tilly Willie around Halloween with all your friends and tell ghost stories and try to outdo each other and all that, like you do. As mm -hmm. you do. Like you do. And there were trees overgrown at each end of the bridge. So on the approach to the bridge, it looked like you were driving in a tunnel or in a halo. And she said, quote, it's a feeling. The atmosphere is definitely creepy. Something you won't forget. Knowing people died driving off of it, well, you could just easily see how it could happen. So, other reports uh, and legends and comments and, and, and so forth is um, you can see a lady in a white dress dancing off to the side in a field. Maybe that's the, the, the white orb. And another guy says you can see a green goblin crossing oh. the creek and I saw a couple of uh, comments about a green goblin okay. so that. Mm. Um, I wonder can... if that's why Harrison school is the Harrison goblin Harrison oh well I don't know that's a little well, far away where goblins came from all right sorry. yeah well that's a little far away yeah I mean just you know regional wise but uh, anyway uh, another person commented that they saw car lights coming, but no car. 
um, uh, several people commented that they felt like they were, when they were walking on the bridge, they felt like somebody pushed them from behind. Well, that's kind of nice. creepy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, oh, this one's creepy too. Um, uh, after leaving, maybe the next morning or sometime after, I'm not sure, tiny handprints could be seen on car windows and windshields. So that's hmm. very goblins troubling <laughs> and uh more than one person said that their car died for no reason and then a little while later they'd try it again and it would start right up uh another person said uh, that they could hear baby crying huh. and uh another person said that the that uh, they as they were driving across the bridge the doors flew open in the car so that would make me want to go, holy moly, I'm tumbling out of here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> off into the yeah. drink. <laughs> off into the drink. Jumping into the drink. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the Tilly Willy Bridge. That's real close to where I grew up. And uh, I was excited to get some backstory on it and see what uh, what uh, what it was. So there you go, girls. Okay. That's my big story. Interesting. Yay, yeah. needed to have a big sip <laughs> i'm ready now of your prune juice <laughs> no i can taste it i can taste each individual flavor much better now okay <laughs> all right oh well, i just uh, fished a fly out of mine so <laughs> so did you totally hear my husband start up the side by side right behind me in the middle of that no, uh -uh. no, okay. but Elvis has been meowing and the workmen outside the window were just chatting up a storm and they started a chainsaw. Did you hear that? No. <laughs> okay. Did you hear Zeus chuff? No. He was chuffing because the dog's outside. So he went, oh. <laughs> yeah. okay. I'm glad we're not hearing anything. Okay. Yeah, everybody wants part of my action or our action tonight. Yes, right. bastards. <laughs> Okay. Pam, that was awesome. Thank you for that. I think we're going to go right on, 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 right on, on. Have another drink. Have some more juice. Yep. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I'm on the Okay. Here we go. Okay. So, Pam, I think we're going to go right on, on, right 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 it's on 6th Street, and um, it's got some little haunting uh, stories behind it. It was originally built in 1852 by a man um, called, named Mr. Sutton. Now, he abandoned this house during the Civil War for the greener pastures of Texas. So I just, I guess, walked <laughs> off his property and said, and I'm done here, headed to Texas. I hate to tell him, but they're in much green. No, in I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So after that, uh, the house served as a Union Army hospital, which I think is interesting that a lot of our um, spooky stories uh, involve Civil War hospitals or, mm -hmm. you know, things yes. like that. Kind yes, of interesting. you're right. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
So William Henry Harrison Clayton purchased the home, enlarged it, renovated it in the Victorian Gothic Italianate style and moved in with his family in 1882. So 30 years after uh, it was originally built. Now, um, Clayton comes from a very political family. He was appointed district attorney of the United States for the Western District of Arkansas by President Ulysses S. Grant in 1874. He huh. served two terms as prosecutor during which, and I don't know where this comes from, but it's in my research here, during which he was, quote, hanging, in quote, Judge Parker's co-worker for 14 years. So evidently, uh, Judge Parker had a... Uh, Oh yeah, hanging hang hanging Judge Parker. That's oh. another story we should do down. Oh, see, I should have yeah. looked him up more. Yeah, okay. I've been, well. I've been down there. I've seen those gallows. It's creepy too. Okay, yeah. well, look into that. So William's brother, one of his brothers, was Powell Clayton, who served as the ninth governor of Arkansas, and he had a twin brother, John K. Clayton, who was a U.S. senator in 1873. Now he was mysteriously assassinated after losing an election. So he would, after losing an election, it's kind of weird that he would be assassinated, but okay. Huh. So now, um, thanks to the Arkansas Historic Preservation Program uh, called Arkansas's Haunted Historic Homes, we have some specific ghost stories uh, to share about the Clayton House, which is actually now called the Clayton House Museum. Now, they have a Facebook page and a website. The website's a little bare, but um, it's a beautiful home, and they do a lot of things uh, throughout the year. You know, I'll go into that here in a minute. But one of the first ghost stories um, was is as told by Julie Moncrief, who at one point was the executive director, and I apologize if I butchered that last name. Um, so she says that our stories about the paranormal have come mainly from people who worked in the Clayton house and from guests. The first one is the tall, angry man. And of course, guess what? He's tall. He's wearing <laughs> black. Yeah, I know. That's what it says. And he looks very angry. Uh, he has some kind of hat on and it could be a top hat. He stalks angrily. That's what it says there. He stalks. Now the last person, or at least according to this, article the last person who saw the tall angry man was a board member who was new to um, the Clayton House Museum and they were helping out one night uh, as they were um, um, hosting some paranormal tours. So the board member was sitting on the front porch uh, to greet people as they came in and he saw a man in what he thought was period costume peek his head around the corner of the house and stare. So that person got up because he thought the man was just dressed for Halloween and needed help finding the entry to the house. He went around the side of the house to speak to the man and realized that he disappeared and was nowhere in sight. Mm -hmm. So the board member really got goosebumps at that point when the staff told him that actually that tall, angry man was the resident ghost or one of the resident ghosts. Okay. Wow. I know. The second, now we don't know who he is. He's just a tall, angry man. Yeah. <laughs> the second one is a woman in a brown dress and she stands um, still and is very peaceful. So she's not the angry man. She's the opposite of the angry man. 
She has gray hair. It's pulled back in a bun, and uh, she's been seen by many people. Um, they think it could be Mrs. Clayton. It could be Emma High, who owned the house as a, a boarding home at one time. Um, it may be a nurse from the Civil War. Uh, they think that um, they may have caught the brown lady on film uh, after some damage was done to the house several years ago. A uh, board member was taking photographs of the kitchen and servants' quarters area of the house and uh, came up with a pho photograph that we'll post in the extras. And if you look carefully, you can actually kind of see a figure of a woman standing in the window. It's, it's, it's kind of interesting. I mean, you can, you can really kind of see something there. Um, there Ooh. is a bedroom on the second floor that many say gives them a creepy feeling. There have been reports of what sounds like boots stomping, which could very well be the tall, angry man stomping around, stalking, <laughs> door slamming. Being tall and angry. I know, big, tall, and angry. Um, uh, music coming from other areas of the house. Visitors have said they felt like they were touched when no one else was around. One woman said she even had her hair tugged. They've had several paranormal investigators um, that have gotten recordings of voices in the background of the home. There's an EVP uh, of a man shouting obscenities and someone calling uh, the name Anna, which it's interesting to know that the Claytons actually had a daughter named Anne. So hmm. there's that. Ooh. Yeah. So in uh, okay. October of 2018, KNWA Fox 24, we're on your side. Connected with a team of paranormal. And we better get paid for that. I know. <laughs> I totally made that up. Endorsement. Endorsement. <laughs> they connected with a team of paranormal investigators from Northwest Arkansas. Um, and they say they came across the spirit of Pal um, Clayton as well as the ghost of a little girl. So interesting. Mm -hmm. So now, like I was saying, that's it's kind of a short and sweet story. Um, the Clayton House uh, does host haunted houses, progressive dinners, wine tastings, weddings, and other special events. And they also, you know, I guess host those paranormal tours um, prior to the whole COVID, you know, fiasco. Mm. So hopefully they're going to be able to do that again if they aren't already. There's also um, a video that I will uh, post the link to of the, um, the paranormal investigators that... Uh, got some um stuff some encounters on on video so i'll post that link that's pretty interesting as well but that that's my short and sweet story about the clayton house in uh you know in in arkansas in, in fort, fort smith, smith. Yeah. yeah there you cool. go Excellent. yeah so it's, it's a beautiful home it would be really cool to go visit i think looks well, like well that can be part of our world tour right our yeah. that would be part of our our hauntings uh north uh ozark hauntings tour yeah. yes that paints tour yeah paints tour yeah. <laughs> right. so yeah. yeah i didn't know about clayton house i knew about hanging judge parker and uh and i had thought about looking into that for some uh story ideas for us and we'll probably get to that so yeah, yeah. that's yeah. interesting yeah. nice job thank you yeah. yay. Yay. yay well thanks everybody for listening to us and drinking your hooch with us your I, I drink all of mine now and <laughs> i might not be making much sense <laughs> I, I don't know about you girls, but I'm enjoying mine. I'm only about uh, two thirds of the way done, and I'm feeling it. 
Well, no, mine's, mine's all gone. gone. I even ate the cherry that I put in it. Okay. <laughs> I did not eat the fly. That's good. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. I'm sitting outside, you know, it happens. We're in Missouri. Hey, one, right. more thing, one more thing about the Tilly Willy Bridge. Let me just say this. Back back in uh, when I was a kid, actually getting my, before I got my driver's license, we would, uh, uh, we'd be driving around West Fork. I mean, um, just in the streets, not, not out on the highway or anything and looking for back roads to take, just, just craving back roads. So you could just drive with your friends and, and practice and, uh, you know, uh, and so forth. And mother and dad were really, really clear not to go to Greenland and try to cross the Tilly Willy bridge. Mm. Oh. So check out the Facebook page. There's a lot of little comments there, and the Tilly Willie Bridge was had had quite a life back in the day. So that's all. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it, it it's a it is a a concrete slab structure slab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would not. I wouldn't have driven across it. And it's long. Yeah. I mean, look at those pictures. If yeah. you're if you're looking at any of those pictures on the on the uh, either on the Facebook page or on the article, it's really long, mm -hmm. and uh, and it's deep, you know. And that's the same way that what that concrete bridge is up in in Madison County. It's really deep. It's like yeah. uh, at least ten, maybe twelve feet from the top of it to the where the water is. Mm -hmm. oh, just spooky. Yeah, spooky. and the water looks deep. It doesn't look like it's a like just a little creek or anything. No, no, it's not just a sandbar. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I wanted to say, Dina, you're outside and I could hear crickets for a while. And I know that it wasn't coming from my house. Anyway, oh. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it because I don't get crickets. to hear that. Yeah. yeah. Crickets and, and frogs. Uh, 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 what are the tree, tree frogs? frogs yeah. Oh, yeah. I miss that. I miss that. You're welcome. It's really nice outside right now. It is. That's it's a beautiful day it's really beautiful. in the Ozarks. That's true. Very much so. So thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to us. Remember to leave us all the stars, all of all them the that stars. you can. Leave them yeah. all to us. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. 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 And remember, if you liked it, tell all your friends. And if you didn't, keep your big mouth shut. shut.